0: I got the call on graduation. I was putting my tie on. I'll never forget it. The scout called me up and said, we draft you on the first day, and I know you're going to graduation, so we'll be in touch. Click. That was it. That's so cool. Eventually, I went back to school and got my degree after after my baseball career was over. But again, opened up many doors that would, would have never happened if I didn't sign out of high school. Welcome to the Perfect Game Retirement Podcast with former professional
1: baseball player and now financial coach at Black Oak Asset Management, Ryan Ledman.
0: This show will help you make the right financial decisions so you can pitch a perfect game in retirement. Here's the windup and the delivery.
1: Welcome in to the first episode of Perfect Game Retirement. This is the podcast that's going to get into a lot of financial planning, asset management, retirement planning, a lot of different conversations we'll have along the way. But we wanted to start first with a little kind of introduction episode, something to kind of set the stage for what's to come and kind of just tell you a little bit more about Ryan and the business so you can kind of have a a firm grasp of what he's all about, what the podcast is going to be about, and uh, you'll be ready to go when the first episode rolls out. And as I mentioned, Ryan is the star of the show. Every uh, show, we'll we'll talk with Ryan Ledden over at Black Oak Asset Management. They're there in Alpharetta, another office in Cartersville, but they serve all the Atlanta area. And uh, you probably worked with him before he's been around for a little bit, and uh, he has a number of clients he's worked with along the way, but we're here to just kind of inform, educate, and have some fun along the way. So Ryan, uh, glad to have you, man. How you feeling about the podcast?
0: Oh, it's awesome, man. I've uh, been listening to podcasts for a while, and okay. uh, I finally said, you know what, I need to I need to step up and uh, and do one of these so I'm looking forward to it.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's a it's a growing kind of industry and you know, becoming very popular over the last couple of years and really taking off. So, I'm looking forward to working with you. Uh, my idea for this first episode is kind of a three-part look at the podcast and your business. So, we'll start off with some questions about you. Specifically, you kind of personally, and then we'll take a look at your business, find out more about what you guys do over at Black Oak Asset Management, and then uh, we'll talk about the podcast a little bit and kind of what people can expect to come on future episodes. How's that sound? Sounds good. Okay. Uh, let's go first. You, let's talk about you first. So, let's just start off very basic, open ended. Uh, give us one thing that you want people to know about you.
0: Wow, that is open ended. I like it. Um, Yeah, a little bit about me. Uh, One thing is uh, I got an awesome family. got a beautiful wife. Uh, Her name's Stephanie. She is a veterinarian, small animal veterinarian in the Atlanta area. She and I have known each other for, gosh, since the sixth grade. Uh, So it's been a while. Um, And I have two awesome kids. I got a daughter who is nine now. Her name is Lindy. And I have a son who's almost six, and his name is Lucas. So um, awesome family. That's probably the first thing that comes to mind.
1: So, you guys go way back, you and your wife, huh? Did you, were you guys we, dating in high school or did y'all pick it up later on?
0: Nah, great question. Um, we were just really good friends for a long period of time. So, uh, the timing was never, I guess, the right time. And yeah. uh, I do remember, I still remember the first time I met her in sixth grade at a Parkview High School football game. Uh, that's where <laughs> we both went to high school. That's so, awesome distinctly remember it i was kind of scared of her and but we've been uh we've been good friends ever since and our past took many different directions but then we got reconnected again and uh, the rest is history
1: well very cool well, you guys as i mentioned your office is in alpharetta you guys live in the atlanta area big city uh, i'm from birmingham originally so i've been to atlanta quite a bit uh, i know a lot about it but what do you personally like most about living there
0: love the Atlanta area. I, for the most part, it's all I've really known. I, I was born in Brunswick, which is a kind of a coastal city in the southeastern part of, of Georgia. Didn't live there long. Obviously, don't remember it. Uh, my dad worked for Georgia Power. So sometimes utility companies, guys kind of move around a, a good bit. But he got a job in the Gwinnett County area and we lived in Lilburn. So this is all I've really known for a long period of time. And we got my family here. My father's still here. Uh, my, my sister and her family. So we have a lot of family here. So we just have some pretty deep roots.
1: Awesome. I know you guys stay pretty busy in the office and, and we'll get into that quite a bit more as we move along in the podcast. But when you get away from the office, get some free time, what's that typical weekend look like for you?
0: Typical weekend, at least right now in the stage of life that we are in, it is definitely at the ball fields. Uh, and I, I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> my my kids. They enjoy playing, uh, whether it's baseball, uh, softball, my son plays football, daughter plays basketball. So we're around some sort of sporting event. And obviously with with springtime right around the corner, we will be at the fields uh, quite a bit. But it's what I grew up doing. That's, that's all I really knew. And I, I don't regret it. It took me down many different paths in my life. And so I really enjoyed that, and my wife did the same thing. She was a pretty big-time softball player. She played at the University of Georgia, so she's got a a sports background. So it's in our kids' DNA, but – We didn't force it down them. They just – they're pretty athletic kids, and they kind of took to them. So it's that's what a weekend, at least for us in our stage of life, looks like right now.
1: And we should say as well – I mean, a lot of people that know you already know this, but for anybody that's just kind of discovering the podcast and discovering you, you'll see a lot of references in the show name and what we talk about, the conversation stuff on the website at blackoakam.com about baseball and about sports, and that's because you played quite a bit. So just kind of a quick background on you and, and your, kind of your your history in sports.
0: Sure. Um, grew up, obviously, playing Little League like most kids did. I, I was kind of pre-travel ball world, so I didn't really have to go through what uh, what kids are going through now with yeah. this, this travel ball stuff. But grew up playing Little League, and growing up where I did, Parkview baseball was the thing, and so you just – worked and worked and worked and to have the chance to play at Parkview High School and I was before the the Jeff Francor years everybody asked me oh did you play with Jeff Francor <laughs> I'm like no I'm about six years older than than Jeff but no Jeff well good guy but yeah I was uh, I was before his time but from there I got drafted I was very fortunate to get drafted out of high school you played a good program like that and you're you're going to get seen and you know you play deep in the playoffs and so there's always scouts at games and I really do think that was a big benefit to me because there's a lot of good players out there and it's just sometimes it's just getting discovered really. And mm-hmm. so I did, I had a few organizations that, that took a liking to me. And so I I played a position, uh, I played third base at, at Portview, but I was drafted as a, as a pitcher and scouts see things through a different lens than, than most of us do. And so I had, I guess the body type, you know, tall and lanky and a good arm. And so they said, Hey, that's a, that's a pitcher's body right there that's a pitcher's arm so I get drafted by the Tampa Bay Rays uh, on the first day of the draft completely not expecting to get drafted maybe even early enough to even consider it since I was a, a conversion uh, guy from one position to the next right so I got the I got the call on graduation I was putting my tie on I'll never forget it the scout called me up and said, Hey, this is uh, Mark McKnight from the Tampa Bay Double Rays, which obviously they're not the Double Rays anymore, but the Tampa Bay Rays, and we drafted you on the first day, and I know you're going to graduation, so we'll be in touch. Click. That was it. That's so cool. So, yeah, I was (laughs) – pretty much screaming and running throughout the house. And so my mom thought something was wrong with me um, until I told her, told her what actually happened. So, but yeah, played, played the minor leagues for six years. Uh, Great, great run. Loved it. Uh, Did not make the tens of millions of dollars that these guys are making now. And, but it took me down some paths that led me to where I am now. So it was a great experience. Again, wouldn't change it for the world. And eventually I went back to school and got my degree after, after my baseball career was over. But Again, opened up many doors that would, would have never happened if I didn't sign out of high school.
1: So you didn't make the Jeff Rancourt money? I did not. <laughs> I did not, unfortunately. <laughs> I got you. Uh, well, I wanted to have, kind of have that backstory in there because we'll reference that quite a bit. And I think it kind of it explains a lot about your life and kind of who you are. So I think that's a big part of, of the discussion. So I'm glad you, you shared a little bit of that. Uh, last yeah. question about you. What's the last place you visited?
0: Last place I visited, uh, and I may be skipping over a couple of things, but uh, during October, uh, we go on a elk hunt every single year, and uh, usually my dad goes with us. But he didn't go this past year. But me and a buddy of mine, Eddie, uh, went to Colorado. went went elk hunting. So we're we're out in the woods for about four or five days, away from from uh, life and technology and cell phones, and so it's awesome. It's that once a year trip that I uh, kind of unplug from from everything. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't get a didn't get a bull this year, but it's not going to stop us from keep going out there, but we go out there. I got some family out there. My brother-in-law lives near, near uh, Beaver Creek and Vail and all those ski resorts. And uh, we go out there and, and again, go in the woods and and see if we can get something.
1: That sounds like an awesome time. Uh, It's really cool to to disconnect and just, and be one with nature and just get away from everything. We we forget about how peaceful and and relaxing that can be, but uh, glad you take advantage. So that's a little bit of uh, background on Ryan and his family and kind of who he is. Let's transition into the business a little bit and learn more about Black Oak and what you guys do. Um, So you specifically, you are a financial coach. You're the president there. What's it like and what does it mean uh, to you to be a financial uh, advisor and a financial coach?
0: Yeah, it's, and it sounds a little cheesy or cliche. I mean, educating and helping people is essentially why I do what I do, to see the look on people's faces when you kind of unpack their situation and explain it to them and say, hey, you're going to be fine. Or if they're not fine, hey, but if you do this, this, and this, then you will be fine. But just looking at people in their eyes and seeing that look on their face when, when you kind of tell them that news that, hey, we're going to be good, You're you're fine, you can do this or do that, whatever their goals are. It's awesome. And it goes back to, so after I transitioned from playing professional baseball, then going back to school and getting my degree, wasn't really sure what I want to do. So I wasn't an advisor right when I graduated from the University of Georgia. I became a high school economics teacher and a baseball coach. So I really do think those seven years of teaching and coaching was prepping me for what I do now. And so a lot of my my friends that I used to teach with, I still tell them I'm the I do the exact same job that I did when I was teaching 30 18-year-olds <laughs> economics and personal finance. It's just it's a smaller audience, it's a more captive audience. So they're they're generally paying more attention to what I have to say because this is their money, it's their life, it's the things they're trying to attain in life. So I took that background of being a teacher and just did it on the advisory side. I saw a real need of people needing education and wisdom mm-hmm. on their finances because there's a lot of noise out there. I mean, we can Google anything right, and find out about this, this, and this. Well, okay, is that right for you? Or how do you implement that? Or how do you do that? So, Again, go, taking my teaching background and just implementing and what I do today. Obviously, there's more nuances to what I do in running a business. But essentially, when I meet with people, whether it's in a group setting, at an educational workshop, or just an individual meeting, I'm, I'm still an educator and a coach.
1: And I guess that, that same educational style and coaching style carries over to that financial planning process with your clients, right? I'm guessing that's a very similar process for them.
0: Absolutely, Uh, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, I'm so we are um, a Smart Investor Pro advisor, which is through the Dave Ramsey website, and so I've kind of had a following from Dave. I was a part of his Financial Peace University classes, and then I ended up volunteering and and putting on those Financial Peace University classes. I even taught his high school curriculum to my kids when I was a, a teacher. And now to become a Smart Vester Pro advisor on his website, it's kind of cool how it's come full circle. So I'm completely going to steal one of his lines, but obviously I'm giving him credit to do this. But he says, find an advisor who has the heart of a teacher. Again, Mm -hmm. maybe a little bit cheesy, but it just ties into our approach. And people can see through the sales talk. Uh, They just, they want somebody who's going to, Walk beside him, do life and and educate him and not talk to him and make him feel stupid.
1: <laughs> well, you kind of explained how you got into this business, at least transitioning from teaching and coaching high school to to where you are now. But how did you get into the whole field of finance and, and economics and have such a passion for that? Where'd that begin?
0: Yeah, great question there too. It's it's and I'll make it as short as possible. It's kind of a lengthy story, but I'll make it short and sweet. So okay. my last year of playing professional baseball. I had shoulder surgery and it's kind of the first time in my life where I didn't feel invincible anymore. Cause when you're in your teens and your early 20s, you feel like, hey, this, this is gonna last forever. It, it, you know, as long as I keep doing what I'm doing, I'm gonna keep playing for as long as I can. So I had that shoulder surgery, and I mean I'm done with my shoulder rehab by nine o'clock in the morning every day. So I had the entire day to myself. <laughs> to figure out, okay, what am I going to do with my life? And so I could kind of see the writing on the wall that this rehab wasn't going as well as I wanted to. I was having issues with it. And so I literally started reading a, a consumer reports book on money. I mean, it's probably the driest, boringest <laughs> book ever, but I, I had time and I had an interest in it. And so I just started digesting this stuff and I still have it to this day. It's It's kind of funny, but because I did get a signing bonus, not life altering money like some of these guys get, but I did get enough to where, okay, I don't I don't need to do something stupid with this. And, and as long as I know what I'm doing with my money, then it could open up doors and, and help myself or my future family at that point. That's so awesome. that's kind of where the first interest started to lie. But then when I started focusing on economics, when I was at the University of Georgia, Those classes just, I took to them. Most people, they don't, um, but I enjoyed them. But again, from there, I went and coached at Brookwood High School. My brother-in-law was the head baseball coach at Brookwood High School, which is kind of funny because that is an arch rival of where I graduated high school from. But that's water under the bridge now. But I coached at Brookwood with my brother-in-law. I loved it. And they had an economics teacher position available. So it was an easy fit, but come to find out the reason why there was a economics position available is because nobody wants to teach it. And so (laughs) I'm like, okay, I I don't mind doing it. So that's kind of where the interest started to continue to increase. So from there, but then I started reading, I kept reading and reading and reading more financial books. And as I went through teaching, I started to see, okay, there's a need for this to help people out. So then I started reading specific books on getting into the industry. And finally, I just got to the point where I said, you know, if I'm going to do this, I got to do this now. And in my early 30s, I walked into my principal's office and said, "Um, I won't be back next year. I'm I'm taking another job, another position in this financial world that I have never set foot in in my life, but I'm going to give it a shot.
1: Wow. That's a pretty cool story. And you can kind of see how that path kind of cleared it's itself out and made way for you to, to take each one of those steps to get to where you are it's pretty neat to hear uh, let's talk about uh, your best uh, the podcast real quick and let's I want to kind of talk about what we can expect in the podcast what listeners might learn and what kind of topics they might hear so let's begin with the, the basic one the simple one and you kind of touched on it early on but what made you decide to get into podcasting to begin with
0: so yeah w- with podcasting I mean I, I I feel like I'm a, a constant learner, almost a nerd, if you will, but I'm either reading or listening to, to podcasts and I try to exercise. I wish I could say I was perfect and exercise every single morning. I don't, but when I get in there, I usually get in there and do some kind of cardio. And so while I'm doing those, I usually listen to a podcast and the, the interest continue to increase the more I listen to it. And it just it, i always thought okay i should do one of these but i don't even know how to take the first steps in doing this and this is with <laughs> almost anything in life is it's the unknown is like oh goodness i don't know what i'm doing but how do i how do you take that first step to do that and i started taking the few baby steps and made a few phone calls and poof, here I am. So I just, I see, and, and I know it's, there's a lot of people doing them. Uh, but I just felt like, hey, this is a way that I can serve my audience, whether they're people that are our clients, or they're not clients that people we can just add value. And and I think there's so many, so many things out there that we try to we get sold things and this and that. But this I want to just add value. And again, if it can help somebody out there, then then awesome.
1: That's very cool. Yeah, it's a growing platform for sure. And it is definitely a way to connect. I mean, I think people don't realize until they get into podcasting, how many different opportunities you have to just throw on some headphones, or throw it through your speakers and just listen to something while you're doing something else, and really kind of fully take advantage of your time. And I think that's one of the benefits of podcasting. No doubt. Uh, so this show, what do you hope people will learn from the show as we go along?
0: Well, again, like I mentioned before, it's it's um, I, I've heard a, another podcaster out there saying it, but so it's not directly stealing a quote. But again, there's there's just so much there's so much noise out there, financial noise, and again, what's wisdom? What's right for uh, each person's situation? And, and again, the things we're going to talk about may not apply to everyone who who is listening. But again, we don't know who's going to be listening. So if they can pull one nugget of information that I mean, it really could change their trajectory of of what they're doing. And and sometimes it's in the world of finance and, and saving and for retirement, it's, it's, sometimes it's just a little tweak or a little twist or, wow, I haven't heard that before. Well, well I wonder how that applies. Anyway, so it, there's going to be a wide variety of topics. And again, some topics are going to pertain to people, some are not. But I think if you just cover the a big scope of, finances and what we do on a daily basis, whether it's retirement planning, investment planning, tax planning, whatever it may be, is just to, to steer people in the right direction to at least get them thinking to hopefully get them to take a first step, whether that's on their own or with their current advisor or with us, whatever it may be, just to just again, going to back to what I said, to add value as much as you can. in that way people can decide for themselves, is this valuable for me and for my situation?
1: That's cool. Yeah. I mean, everybody's time is a valuable asset. So we're going to try to make the best of it here on the podcast, make the most of it for you as you listen, as we go forward in these episodes. So uh, last thing I want to wrap up with, who is the ideal listener, do you believe, for this podcast? And then eventually, you know, an ideal client for you.
0: So, yeah, I get this question uh, a lot. And I think every advisor is going to have a different answer when it comes to this. Some people, it's a specific industry. Uh, it's a specific profession, whatever that may be. And, and I'm not going to say we're for everyone, but the thing that we try to target with people is do they have some sort of pain, some sort of anxiety, question, whatever it may be with what they are doing and want and seek help. Uh, So again, that's kind of a broad brush, but I feel like there's a lot of people who can do this stuff on their own and awesome. Awesome that's great. Then then more power to them. Again, they can still listen to things like this and still maybe get information out of it and to be able to apply it to their situation. But we just try to focus on because pe- there's a ton of people out there that want and need help. And so that's kind of the people that we are targeting is if there is some kind of Pain point, again, this is used a lot too, what keeps you up at night. I I don't know if I necessarily like that saying, but I can't – I haven't created one that's any different (laughs) than that, but something that is – in the back of their mind that they want to get figured out and need help with.
1: Well, that sounds good. And look, you can check out their website, Ryan's website, Black Oak's website at blackoakam.com. You can check out uh, a number of resources they have there. You can schedule a session there. You can look at get information on upcoming seminars and workshops. Ryan does them throughout the year. Also, some toolkits and and different things you can download as well. So a lot there as you get to learn more about Ryan and the business. And we're looking forward to the podcast. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have a a couple episodes coming out pretty soon, so make sure you hit subscribe. You will be notified as soon as they come out. Uh, We'll be on all the platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever it is you listen, and there's a number of podcasting apps out there. We'll be there, so hit subscribe, and uh, we'll love to have you come along for the journey. It's going to be a lot of fun, and I think we're going to learn quite a bit from Ryan. Uh, Ryan, so thanks for sharing, man, opening up a little bit on yourself and the family and the business. Uh, Looking forward to
0: working with you. Absolutely, Ben. It was a pleasure and, uh, yeah, the, the first of many. The Perfect Game Retirement Podcast is brought to you by Black Oak Asset Management, serving the greater Atlanta area with offices in Alpharetta, Cartersville, and Macon. The show is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Subscribe to the show on your favorite app today and never miss an episode. Just search for Perfect Game Retirement to find us. You can also visit blackoakam.com to listen to past
1: episodes, to contact Ryan Ledden, and to learn more about how to pitch a perfect game in retirement.